Our second scripture reading for this morning comes from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 1 through 5. Hear now the word of the Lord. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The title of this morning's sermon is Listening for God's Voice. Listening for God's Voice. As we've mentioned earlier in this service, we're welcoming the new year this morning with some rhythms of worship from Tizay. And some of you may already be familiar with the music of Tizay, the repetition of simple lines of scripture or prayers as Ingrid shared at the beginning, the way that we take from the Christian tradition and sing in different languages. Maybe you've even heard that Tizay is not only a style of worship, but also a place a monastic community in the green hills of Burgundy, France. Here at Nassau Presbyterian, we're celebrating that there will be two trips for young people that are headed to the Tizé community this summer. One trip will be with the youth group led by Mark Edwards, and another will be with undergrad and graduate students with the campus ministry Len and I serve called Princeton Presbyterians. We wanted to share a little bit about what makes Tizay an inspiring conversation partner as we seek to hear God's voice today. God is still speaking a word of good news, and we rejoice that young people in our community are listening and responding with their hearts and actions. Along with this gift of beautiful, simple music, Tizay has a deep history of working for justice, peace, and reconciliation in a hurting world. Roger Schutz, the founder of the community, was a Reformed seminary student who wanted to help others during the Second World War. He and his sister Genevieve arrived in the tiny village of Tizay in 1940. They devoted themselves to helping refugees, including Jewish families, flee Nazi-occupied France. Eventually, they themselves had to flee when the Gestapo, the Nazi secret police, learned of their work, but they returned again near the end of the war. Roger gathered friends from seminary and founded a new monastic community that was devoted to poverty and service to others, along with his sister Genevieve. Years later, Brother Roger explained his methods and theology in a treatise called The Dynamic of the Provisional. Brother Roger believed that God is always at work in the world in the power of the Holy Spirit. As Christians, prayer grounds the beginning of any work. 
It's the process of listening and discerning with others as best we can what God is up to in the present moment. The actions we take are a response to something God is already doing. We are joining a story that God has been telling long before we were born and will continue after we are gone. That discernment includes the deep conviction that every person who comes to the community has inherent worth as a child of God. Every person brings gifts and is a gift to the community. Because God is always willing to do a new thing through individual persons and a community, Christians have a responsibility to be open to change and transformation, a new thing. When Len and I were there years ago, the brothers shared with us that at the end of the Second World War, there were new challenges. As the need to shelter refugees waned, many local people faced hunger. The brothers learned how to work the fields in the countryside to provide food for their neighbors, and Genevieve organized care for orphan children. The brothers even went so far as to welcome German prisoners of war from a local prison who were in danger of going hungry. As France emerged from the horrors of war, young people still came to the community, hoping to join the work of healing across borders, languages, and old conflicts, finding common ground in following Jesus. Those traditions of worship, work, and welcome of young people have continued for the last 80 years. Young people make the pilgrimage to Tizay year-round to join the brothers in daily worship, sharing in work responsibilities in the community, and learning how to practice hospitality. On one visit, I found myself in a Bible study with a young Palestinian woman who organizes peaceful demonstrations in the West Bank. I helped set up for worship with a public health graduate student devoted to improving young mothers' access to blood transfusions in Kenya. On another visit, I cooked dinner with a Lithuanian youth pastor who also preaches the gospel to far-right motorcycle gangs and helps members leave a life of violence and hate. Singing in different languages, listening to neighbors from around the world talk about their faith, these experiences expand our imagination of where and how God works in the world. Today reminds us that God is still speaking to God's people in fresh and exciting ways, just as our scripture readings for today remind us. The people of Judah who heard the prophet Isaiah's words in this morning's passage had been waiting for a word from the Lord for a long time. They had been waiting so long that they wondered if God had stopped speaking altogether. After generations of hardship, the destruction of the city Jerusalem, exile and oppression in Babylon, anxiety about an uncertain future, God finally speaks. God's word is not a demand for greater faithfulness or a word of condemnation, but a promise of comfort and transformation. God promises to renew and restore God's people, to bring them into a new chapter of justice and peace. God will gather this scattered people together and treat them tenderly. 
The time is at hand when their lives and the earth will undergo a creative transformation that is grounded in God's life-giving word. God will help them rebuild their homes and plant new gardens, and they will no longer live in fear of their neighbors. Judah will be a witness to God's ability to restore and revive the world. Their lives will be a response to a word of good news that God has already spoken. God speaks through Isaiah in poetry, song, vivid imagery, not unlike the songs we're singing from Tizay today. Singing what we believe can deepen the meaning of the words. I think that's because singing a song takes vulnerability. It can be scary to offer your voice. It opens us up to feeling emotions with greater strength, involving ourselves with deeper investment than if we just read off the page in a monotone. Singing invests the whole body, mind, and soul, and it's something we can join with others in solidarity and hope. Is it any wonder, then, that the Gospel of John introduces Jesus Christ, the Word of God, through a hymn? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What has come into being in him was life, and the, light was, the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness. The darkness did not overcome it. And later in the chapter, it says, The Word became flesh and lived among us. We have seen his glory, full of grace and truth. These are stanzas of an ancient hymn that moves from God's transcendence, God's otherness from us, and slowly unfolds a story about becoming one of us. God knows what it's like to be one of us in Jesus Christ, who lived with us and loved us and gave himself for us. The hymn tells us that we know what God is like because we know what Jesus is like. Jesus Christ is God's song to the world, a song that brings hope, peace, joy, and love. Our voices in this time and place join the wider beloved community of Jesus, a fellowship that has stretched all the way back to the first time Jesus sat at his table and told his friends to love one another. God has given us Jesus so that we might also sing him as our song in our stories, our life together, our love that we share with our neighbors. When we join in praise to Christ in different languages, we are in solidarity with siblings all over the world in the hope that God is still speaking a word of comfort and transformation to a hurting world. We have young people in our community whether they go to Tizay or not, who are listening for God's voice and responding cheerfully. If you have any doubt, go online and take a look at this year's Christmas pageant, and you can see the warmth and the joy that the children of Nassau put into telling the story of God's love in song and dance and funny and silly routines and reminding us of the story God has for us in Christ. As a campus minister, I see and hear it every day in the questions our students ask at our Bible study, the way they serve others at homeworks and arm-in-arm, -arm, the passion with which they sing out their hearts at our Breaking Bread worship service. I see it 
in the way that people across generations talk to one another and listen to one another and share wisdom with each other. In this turn from one year to the next, God's promise to sing a song of good news to us in Jesus remains the same. Can you hear it? Listen as we sing. How will you raise your own voice and join the story God is telling today? Amen.